Hello and welcome to the Clyde TV Recap Season 2, where we are discussing all episodes of the Golden Girls. Today we are on Season 1, Episode 19, Second Motherhood. This episode first aired on February 15th of 1986. So what other interesting historical events occurred on February 15th? Well, uh, in approximately 399 BCE, uh, philosopher Socrates is sentenced to death by the city of Athens for, quote, corrupting the minds of the youth of the city. Approximately that year. Well, approximately on this day in oh, that year. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, in 1768, the first mustard is manufactured in America. In 1879, United States Congress allows female lawyers to practice before the Supreme Court. In 1913, the first avant-garde art show in America opens in New York City. This was known as the Armory Show. Uh, it is the first display of European art in America, largely introducing Americans to Falvism, Cubism, and Futurism styles Ooh. of art. Ooh in 1939, the construction of the Volkswagen Beetle is first announced. In 1965, the red maple leaf flag becomes the official flag of Canada. Wow. In 1971, after 1,200 years, Great Britain abandons the pence and shilling system for decimal-based coin currency. In 1980, Wayne Gretzky ties an NHL record by recording seven assists in a single game. Wow. In 1991, Troy State records a NCAA Division II record, this is in basketball, uh, for scoring 103 points in a half in a 187 to 117 victory over DeVry Institute. Woohoo! In 1992, Jeffrey Dahmer is found guilty of killing 15 men. In 2001, the first draft of the complete human genome is published. In 2005, YouTube is launched. And our most recent event on February 15th of, 19, of 2018, Ethiopian Prime Minister, I apologize, Haley Mariam Dezalan resigns. Okay. So what happened in this enthralling episode All right, of boy. the Golden Girls? We got some good discussions on this episode. I think we have... We begin this episode with a man, Dorothy and Rose, entering the living room from the door that is down the right hallway, immediately following the doorway into the living room. The man gives them a paper with an estimate for a bathroom repair. He says it will be the lowest estimate they will see. Dorothy replies, it is the highest they've seen. It is $3,000. Wow. The man tells them to hire whoever they like. But he is an expert. He can take a toilet apart blindfolded. He tells them a lot can go wrong, and Dorothy adds in crooked plumbers to that list. Dorothy wants him to get out. Then as he is leaving, says he guesses they are going into their feminist phase a little late in life, and he is sure they 
They will call him back. And Dorothy slams the door shut in his face. Ah, so now Dorothy and Rose are in the living room by themselves. And Dorothy mentions the nerve of that man trying to intimidate them. And Rose adds after looking at the bill, Really stupid. How could he think we possibly need three dozen spud gaskets? So Dorothy asks, what are spud gaskets? And Rose says they go on the end of a hose bib. So as they go into the kitchen, we learn that Rose knows a lot about plumbing for some reason. And they actually did their own plumbing back on the farm. Though they actually didn't get plumbing until she was 18 years old. So they sit at the table and Rose says it wouldn't be difficult for them to repair the bathroom themselves. Uh, Sophia is standing over there cooking at the oven. Dorothy and Rose decide to do the repairs themselves. Yay for them. Sophia is glad that her unmarried daughter wants to spend the weekend with a toilet. Yes, well, Sophia is leaving the kitchen area as Blanche enters and wants to borrow Dorothy's rhinestone chain. We learn Blanche is dating a guy named Richard. It is so hard to dress for these dates, she says, that she never knows where they'll end up. Dorothy says even the paper boy knows where the, they'll end up. Yeah. Okay, last week they went to lunch and ended up, up going horseback riding. Uh, Rose has always had a fear of dating a wealthy man, and Dorothy asks if she is afraid of gold bullion. Rose says that sometimes rich people think more about money than they do people. So Blanche says Richard is not like that. He is simply the sweetest kindest, most handsome man she has ever met. We get more small talk about the date before the scene ends. So Blanche is dating a very rich man, apparently. So next scene, we begin with Blanche. She's on a private jet, uh, though she was scared of flying in the last episode. Uh, though maybe Blanche just said it to calm Dorothy down in that episode. I don't know. Uh, she starts messing around with a remote control and starts up some music. Happens to be Moonlight Serenade by Glenn Miller. A man enters. We assume it's Richard. We learn they are flying all the way to Atlanta for dinner. Blanche shows her knowledge of flying as she says they are flying at 10,000 feet, which, when I looked it up, would be very extremely low for a private jet. Um... The man is quite wealthy, we see. Caviar on the jet, etc. We learn he hasn't been wealthy all his life. And Blanche is messing around with a chair, and it moves quickly when it lies or down flat. I mean, it was, <laughs> it moved awful quick. But Richard started out in the shipping department of a large manufacturing company, working long hours, and 10 years later, he owned the company. Now, in my estimate, that is... That's a bit hard to believe. 10 years, he started in the shipping department and he owns the company 10 years later. Yeah, I, okay. Now he owns lots of companies with branches all over the world. Blanche has continued fiddling with the chair. He gives her champagne and says the only thing missing in his life is someone to share his life with. Next scene, we're in the bathroom. Rose is tapping a wall with a pair of pliers. Dorothy comes into the bathroom. This bathroom is apparently the Taj Mahal of bathrooms. It is humongous. We learn that Dorothy's bedroom is on the other side of the wall that Rose has been tapping. 
Once again, I don't really see any floor layout where this would occur, but Rose thinks she has stumbled onto something that could change the face of plumbing as we know it. And Dorothy wants her to call the tidy bowl man. Uh, Blanche enters and wants to tell her about her date. They talk about Blanche's date and Rose's discovery. Richard wants to introduce Blanche to his family. Sophia enters the bathroom. So all four girls are in the bathroom. There's still plenty of space in this room. Uh, Sophia needs to use the throne. As we see the other three leave the bathroom, we notice the bathroom door appears to be at the end of a hallway, which would probably be on the left side. And there appears to be a dresser or maybe a linen uh, thing right outside the door which this could be correct if this is like Blanche's master bathroom. But just a quick thought, if this is the bathroom that needs repairs, specifically the toilet, why is Sophia going to use it? Uh, I mean, isn't there another bathroom in this house? Oh well, next scene we see Dorothy and Rose enter the living room from that room they entered from at the start of the episode. Rose is telling Dorothy that she makes a good Plumber's assistant. Rose thinks they can have the toilet in by sundown. Sophia comes into the room and wonders what is going on. There is a hole in the floor instead of a toilet. For a minute, she thought she was back in Sicily. Rose tells her she could use Blanche's bathroom. So, well, we know this bathroom is not the master bathroom they are fixing. Doorbell rings and it is the delivery of the new toilet. Just looking at this toilet, the seat seems to be very low to the floor and the back is uh there's not even a back on this one very much we learned the toilet is a dolan standard low boy model oh i talked from the delivery person about installing the toilet uh he says you have to be a man for god's sake he leaves and we get some fun with the girls trying to move the toilet to the bathroom both rose and dorothy together couldn't even budge the toilet uh, we get a reference to the pyramids and 20,000 Hebrews. Rose sits on the toilet in the living room. Blanche opens the front door. This is pretty funny. She opens the front door and is inviting Richard in, but sees Rose and quickly exits and closes the door. She gets rid of Richard outside there and then goes back into the living room and shows Dorothy and Rose that Richard proposed a marriage, but she can't marry him. Next scene continues from the last one. We get the reason why Blanche can't marry Richard. She says he has two kids, aged seven and nine. They're practically babies. Babies need a mama, and she doesn't have the energy to go through that again. Whew. Blanche enters the kitchen, and Rose and Dorothy follow. We get small talk about marrying Richard. Blanche just does not want to be a mother again. Rose talks about Mother's Days they had on the farm. Rose's cat's name was Mr. McTavish. Breakfast in bed included Belgian waffles and buttermilk. Blanche decides to at least spend some time with the kids and see if it changes her mind. Sophia comes into the kitchen saying she owes Dorothy an apology. She thinks Dorothy is a genius on plumbing stuff. She walked into the living room and there is a toilet right in front of the television. It is an old lady's dream come true. Uh, though the plumber did not set the toilet down facing the television when we saw it. It did bring a lot of laughs, though. Next scene, we're back in the bathroom. Wall behind the toilet is opened up, and Dorothy has her arm in there while Rose is telling her what to do from a manual. 
They need a break. Rose is going to wash her hands, so she turns on the water to the sink, and the shower starts. What a view. Uh, this scene shows us a lot about this bathroom. And, and are those windows in the bathtub shower area? Um, you know, if so, and it looks like it is, uh, there's a direct line of sight from those windows right to the toilet. And I hate to say, but I don't think any woman is going to use that toilet. Rose can't turn off the water in the shower. Lou the plumber comes in since Sophia had his card and called him just in the nick of time. But Dorothy is being hard-headed and kicks Lou out yet again. We're in the living room now, just continuing from the last scene. Blanche enters from the kitchen and says she just got back from Bermuda. Richard had an appointment, so it was just Blanche and the kids, and they had a terrific time together. They talk about marriage again. We get a little Richard reference from Rose as she misunderstood Blanche's little Richard comment. Uh, Dorothy says he was there buying Fats Domino, or burying Fats Domino in the sand, yes. Blanche wonders if Richard needs Blanche to be a mother for his children because he doesn't have time for the children and won't have time for Blanche. Oh, we're back on the private plane. Jet, Blanche, and Richard together, of course. Richard is trying to plan their honeymoon, but Blanche does come clean here. She says there is a problem. For Richard, his work comes first. Then come the kids, and Blanche is a clear third place. More small talking Blanche, deciding it is over. Back in the bathroom we go. Repairs are done. A final note about this bathroom. The wall has tile from floor to the ceiling everywhere. It looks like a public bathroom at White Castle or a real fancy restaurant, not a residential bathroom. Anyway, Sophia enters and we get the big demonstration of how the bathroom now works. Now, hold on, your, your two references are White Castle <laughs> or an upscale famous, fancy restaurant. Yes. White Castle. I, I thought I'd go with or the extremes fancy. there. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, and okay. the bathroom now works extremely great. And that ends the episode. So discussion can now follow. Okay. Um, <clears throat> well, uh, they make a few cultural references, of course. Uh, Sophia, I think, brings up uh, a cameo. As a clothing item. Yes. Uh, which, quick Google, uh, it's a dress of some sort. Um, gold bullion, of course, is uh, can be pretty much any form of metal. Uh, typically gold, silver, or other precious metal in the form of either bars or ingots. Now, typically, it's used for trade on some sort of a market. And the word bullion, of course, comes from the old French word bouillon, which meant boiling and was the term for the activity of a melting house. Uh, so, there's a lot more I could discuss about it, but uh, yeah, don't really need to do that. Um, Tidy Bowl, which was a uh, brand of toilet cleaner introduced in 1958, uh, and it was best known for its nautical spokesperson, the Tidy Bowl Man, who piloted a boat inside the toilet tank in television commercials from yes. 1968 to 1984. Yes. 
Uh, we'll come back to the building the pyramid stuff later because that'll take a little while. Uh, they reference Ovaltine again, which we've discussed before. Um, Texaco, which is a uh, oil company owned by Chevron. Uh, so it's an oil company that uh, originally began in 1901 as the Texas Fuel Company. Uh, at the time, I think, was just doing gasoline or something, uh, but then eventually sprang out into oil. Uh, Little Richard, who's a singer, Fats Domino, also a singer, mostly from like the 40s and 50s. Uh, so uh, that's Fats Domino. So they bring up, uh, I think Dorothy brings up uh, that Egyptians using Hebrews to build the pyramids. Yes, so, 20,000. Yes. Well, now, officially, that may not be the actual case of what occurred. So, let us learn here. Now, so the ancient Egyptians, of course, built the pyramids, may have been able to move uh, massive stone blocks across the desert, by wetting the sand in front of a contraption built to pull the objects. Now, physicists at the University of Amsterdam investigated how much force would be needed to pull weighty objects on a giant sled over desert sand and discovered that dampening the sand in front of these primitive devices would reduce the friction on the sled, therefore making it easier to operate. The findings help answer one of the most enduring historical mysteries how the Egyptians were able to accomplish building the pyramids. Now, to make these discovery, this discovery, the researchers picked up on clues from the ancient Egyptians themselves. A wall painting discovered in the ancient tomb of Jehutihotep, which dates back to about 1900 BCE, uh, depicts 172 men hauling an immense statue using ropes attached to a sled. In the drawing, a person can be seen standing on the front of the sled, pouring water over the sand, said study author Daniel Bonn, a physics professor at the University of Amsterdam. Okay. Uh, so they constructed miniature sleds and experimented doing this themselves. Uh, now when they dragged it over dry sand, they noticed that clumps would build up in front of the contraction, contraption and using water would make it easier to use. So that's essentially how the pyramids were built, it was not necessarily using 20,000 Hebrews to do so, but simple water and a sled. So I have a few fashion and decor notes. Um, I think this opens the episode, but Blanche is wearing a purple sequin shirt the shirt was fine. I didn't mind it. Uh, but she is also wearing matching purple pants, which I did not think was a good look. Uh, and then I have a question uh, about that, that window. Is that supposed to be a window, or is this supposed to be like a mural that's been painted above the shower for some reason? Well, I looked at that really close. Mm-hmm. And it looks like a window. Now, because the, uh, the walls surrounding the bathtub have mm -hmm. uh, wooden joints, uh, 
and those joints go up through those windows up to the top. And if you're painting a mural, I don't think you'd keep those there, I don't think. Maybe you would. But my biggest thing was, I think, when it was daylight, they didn't have any lights on in the bathroom, and a whole bunch of light was coming in through those windows. And it was very bright in there. Okay. Whereas when it was dark, and they were in there, it was very dark in that area. Okay. So I think their windows... So they have a window above their shower. Shower, all. bathtub. Looks okay. like a big spa. Almost mm. an Olympic-sized pool. Yeah. Almost uh, in that Yeah, area. that bathroom. That is gigantic. And this is just a guest bath. This is just apparently a guest bath. This isn't bath. apparently the master bath. This is the second one, so... Yes. I have to see that master. That's got to be... Like two miles long or something. Well, all the pictures I see of their house layout, there's nowhere this There's no way this fits goes. in there. <laughs> no. No. And, you know, they go in that first door down that hallway, which is Sophia's bedroom door. So I'm not really sure. You know, and then what kills me is, I mean, all four girls are in the bathroom and there's plenty of space. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, there's still... Tons of space for all of you. Uh huh. And yeah, normal one like two people can't really fit in too well. Yeah. And but then when the girls leave, you see this. I finally think it may be a linen closet out there in the hallway, which maybe that is that where their towels and things are. Which seems like that would fit in the bathroom so easily. Why is it out in the hallway? Uh, okay. I'm gonna go take a shower. Oops, I got. Go out here to the linen cloth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. And then, if those are windows, when you're sitting on the toilet, uh-huh. because they have this huge door into the bath, uh, into the shower, bathtub area. Mm-hmm. It's a huge door. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, I mean, I don't know why someone would be climbing a tree or something, but I mean, if someone's out there trimming trees or something, they got a perfect shot right to the toilet. Well, I mean... I mean, it's like... <laughs> I I'm don't know. sorry, I'm not using that toilet just because <laughs> someone could be out there climbing a tree. And I, know. I, I don't know. If they're going to that much effort, I, <laughs> to, just, to, just to look well, in, pick woo. Well, I like, know. I don't care. If you're going to go to that much effort, more power to you. I just don't think these ladies would be but, using that bathroom because of... That just, and there's so much. I mean, where the toilet to the the door of the bathroom, it's like there's nothing. I mean, it's eighty feet practically, and there's nothing in there at all. Uh huh. You've got your toilet, sink, and bathtub shower area, and it's in this tile that I swear reminds me of White Castle. Okay. And it's like all over the bathroom. The tile on the floor is immaculate tile. I'm like, my God, this is, I don't know, this bathroom must be a thousand square feet. It's huge. Might very well be. I mean, the four girls are in there. There's plenty of room. Oh, it was just, there's no way that's a guest bathroom in that house. Uh, My last note here on this subject, not not on that subject, but uh, 
After Lou is thrown out the second time, Blanche has on an absolutely delightful yellow floral jacket that I quite enjoyed the look of. Oh, okay. Uh, we have three side characters. The plumber at the beginning, uh, who did not get a name as far as I could find, uh, is played by Terry Wills. Now, Terry Wills has been in films such as Sister Act, uh, Child's Play 3, Escape from Alcatraz, Jagged Edge, among many others. He's a uh, relatively uh, wildly used uh, uh, character actor in some films. Hmm. Uh, He will also reappear later, I believe next season, on The Golden Girls in a different role. He will be in one episode. Uh... We have Richard, uh, the uh, rich guy Blanche is dating in this episode, uh, is played by Kevin McCarthy, uh, whose most notable role is in is his starring role in the 1956 version of Invasion of the Body Snatchers. He is also in the 70s version in a different role. He plays a running man in that episode. He's or in that film. He's also in Inner Space. Uh, he's in Weird Al's UHF movie. He's in that, oh. uh, among other things as well. Uh, he was on Weird Al's television show as well for one episode. Uh, so he voiced uh, Doctor Long in an episode of Batman the Animated Series, and I believe this is his lone appearance here on. The Golden Girls, I would imagine. It is, yes. Uh, and our last side character, Lou, uh, the guy that delivers the toilet, is played by Alan Blumenfeld, uh, whose biggest role, I believe, is in... Well, he has two. So, um, he appears in... Actually, I guess he appears in CSI for three different episodes, uh, so that's not really that big. But uh, for seven episodes, he is in Heroes as Maury Parkman. He appears uh, in seven episodes of the show Heroes, I believe all in season one, so the good season of the show. Oh, boy. Um, Okay. uh, But that is Alan Blumenfeld. Uh, no new sex partners, as far as I could tell. Uh, Blanche, or sorry, Tally Stan, Blanche 8, Dorothy 4, Rose 4, Sophia 1. Some new continuity notes. Uh, Rose knows a lot about plumbing, apparently. And I'm pretty certain that it's supposed to be that uh, that hallway with all the bedrooms in it, except for Blanche's, because Blanche's is on the other side of the house, as we've been shown to this point. Uh, that hallway with all the bedrooms has one single bathroom in it, which should take up the entire space of that hallway, uh, that everyone but Blanche shares, apparently. And we have one, we have a mistake, we must point out. So last episode, Blanche stated that she is deathly afraid of flying, and yet she's now thrilled to be on a private jet flying through the air in this episode. Yes. 
and I don't know, I went back to that last episode because mm-hmm. it was still fresh in my mind. And she just told that to Dorothy when Dorothy was in the hospital, afraid of the doctor. And so I don't know if she just made that up at that point or if she was really, she obviously wasn't telling the truth since the next episode she's... Well, I mean, it. it's an important, that is actually an important plot point in a later episode of the Golden Girls that Blanche is Afraid of Flying. Uh, when we, okay. I believe when we go to St. Olaf with Rose... Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. That's an important part of that episode is that Blanche does not like flying. That's true. Mm-hmm. So, yes, this one may be a private jet that's only going at 10,000 feet, which I said before is very low. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that's the difference. It's only 10,000 feet. Okay. I have two additional notes. One may be a question more so than a note, but... Um, what shipping company does Richard own here? Does he own like UPS or FedEx or something? <laughs> like he owned a shipping company and somehow earned enough money from that to own many companies and has a private plane. Yes. That does um, not track logically to me. No. As I Unless said he in, like owned FedEx when it started or something. No, as I said in my Thing there, he started out in the shipping department of a large manufacturing company. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what they were manufacturing, but ten years later, he had worked hard, long, long hours, and he bit, bit. He owned, he bought that large manufacturing company. I don't think he ever. That said also that does not track. No, that doesn't track. I'm sorry. You worked in ten years. You worked like packing the boxes or something. And in ten, in years, ten years, you're rich enough to buy the company. Yes. No, that doesn't track either. And I, that's what I no. said. It's like that's a bit hard to believe. Unless he comes from like old money or something. Well, he said like he, the Rockefellers or something. He said he wasn't always but, rich. Or he wasn't wealthy all his life. Mm. So he started in the shipping department of a large manufacturing company. And in ten, so he basically worked in like the Amazon warehouse and 10 years later owned Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sure. See, no, 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 this does not track logically. No, it doesn't. Um, and then it my other not. question, my other note here. So the core premise of this episode is... Mostly the bathroom stuff, but not. But it's supposed to be about Blanche's foray here, right? Yes. Which I found somewhat confounding. Now, this might just be me, but I found her hesitance to marry Richard here due to the children quite confounding, as it's because he has children. They're aged seven and nine, though. Now, if they were like, newborn or toddlers like I get that but school aged and also like super loaded does not sound like a big deal to me like you're rich hire your nanny and you don't have to worry about it I don't <laughs> like this makes this that part made little sense to me as to why Blanche would be so hesitant to do it for that reason alone yeah, at the earlier in the in the episode, that's what she was afraid of. Mm-hmm. But it turns out that's not what she was really afraid of. I don't believe, because uh, when they're on the plane, this and when she 
breaks up with him, let's say, in the plane the second time, uh, you know, she just says that he, uh, war comes number one for him, then his kids would come number two, she would be number three. Mm-hmm. And he broke, well, like, he was supposed to go to Bermuda with them and the kids, and yet he had a meeting he couldn't go to. And like three times that week, he he couldn't be with her because he had to be at the company or whatever. And she just did not want to play second fiddle, which I'm thinking, the guy is this rich. Yeah, that does not sound like a big issue. Like, you know what? At your age, you know, maybe if you're 20 and you look like Miss USA or Miss America, okay, maybe. But Blanche, at your age and your you might want to think about this again. Yeah, I I don't know. Uh, but I I applaud her for her hey, I don't want to be third fiddle on this. I I don't just want to be married and cuz you're rich, I just don't want it to be that. He she knew he would not have time for her. Okay, well, that's all I had for this one. So in my count, or my observation, in the kitchen, we have a large island back there again. Now, the table near the swinging door, which has a set of books on it, now it has a different set of books. So there's like four or five different books that were not on there the first time we saw that table. Uh, I counted this marriage proposal as a wedding, planned wedding, on this count. There was one physical abuse of Rose as Dorothy slapped Rose's hand really hard in the first kitchen scene. Uh, we did get one Sicily Italian reference in this episode, and there was one sports mentioned, which was horseback riding by Blanche. So this one had a lot of my counts. So we are now up to three weddings and planned weddings. Three physical abuses of Rose, one uh, Sicily Italian story, and six Sicily Italian references. One time the girls were mad at each other. Uh, sports, 10 sports now, leading the way. Uh, six games and two Stanley appearances. I thought this was a pretty good episode with plenty of laughs. Uh, I gave this one an 82 out of 100. Well, that will do it for this episode of the Glide TV Recaps. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, make sure to subscribe to the show for more great content like this. And until the next episode, goodbye.